Welcome to Affording College with Aaron Green, founder and president of College Liftoff. Thanks, Deep Throat Guy. Okay, so today we're going to start an interesting new series that we'll do sporadically through some of these podcasts on breaking down degree sets. Uh, that's probably the, the most difficult thing for students and families to really be able to see going into this whole college thing on how to actually figure out what you want to do and, and, and what's really out there and what are the degrees that line up. There's a lot to this. Average university today has well over a hundred majors to say the least. And how do you correlate that to what your students' interests are, especially for a high school student that typically knows doctor, teacher, nurse, my parents do X. That's a whole separate conversation of how do you get your student into that frame of mind and really has a lot more to do with looking at their interests, mapping them up with careers and then surrounding them with fields that are correlating between education and industry. That's something we do at our core here at College Liftoff every single day of the week. But again, we'll get more into that later. But today it's really more about breaking down actual degree sets that sound similar but actually have different meetings. So we're actually going to start with an interesting one where it's three degrees, three degrees that sound very similar to most people. Biomedical science, biomedical engineering, and biomolecular engineering. Most would think those kind of sit in the same boat and in the same Field, yes, they do. They're all relating to, or re- relating to medicine and, 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 uh, not just direct patient care medicine, but more in the back end. But let's talk about each of them individually and how they, how they really are different and how a student would approach them differently when you're actually looking at taking on one of them as a degree. So let's start with biomedical science. Biomedical science is actually the back end of what most doctors do. I don't know if out there, if you've ever watched the show House, but actually, House was an MD, but he was a biomedical science MD. Biomedical scientists, think of them as 70% of the time behind the scenes, 30% of the time with the patient, versus a straight-up MD general practitioner who is 70% of the time in front with the patient, 30% of the time behind the scenes. So the biomedical scientists are really more looking at what the illnesses are for the patient and trying to diagnose them in a much more in-depth scientific way. Uh, and they could be taking in a lot of other factors that we don't think about, such as public health or genetic histories and things like that. Something that a general practitioner, truth be told, just doesn't have the time to do when you visit patient to patient, but a biomedical scientist does. This is actually now being offered as a bachelor's degree. It used to just be a graduate level degree. You can now find this in the bachelor degree set. Depending on the school, there's not many out there that offer it, but there are a few. And uh, you get a lot of research experience. You get a lot of actually some patient care experience. And sometimes this is even taught in the medical schools. So when we do have students that are looking for long-term medical-based degrees, i.e. medical school, This is a great way to start because, honestly, education, just like anything else in life, once you get into the professional world, is a lot of networking. So imagine if you're taking a degree in the medical school as an undergrad, what's going to give you the best option to get to graduate school other than that, honestly, get to medical school. So that can be a real benefit there. Let's take that versus biomedical engineering. Biomedical engineering is actually typically – 
everyone's de- uh, definition is slightly different, especially university to university. But in most cases, it's holistically different than what we just described for biomedical science. Biomedical engineering is actually rooted in most cases out of mechanical engineering. It's the definition or the, the definition of mechanical engineering, I should say, is the engineering of moving parts. Biomedical engineering is the kinematics of the human body, the body in movement, and how forces relate to it. Interestingly enough, they get hired pretty, well, quite a bit by car companies. They're designing safety factors within vehicles and the ergonomics. So think of that aspect of it, or uh, NASA, where they're really dealing more with the human factors going into space, not just actually putting a rocket into space. Think of anywhere where you're seeing the need of human factors in extreme situations and forces that are being applied to it. That's really where you're going to find most biomedical scientists, um, even uh, prosthetic limb development and things like that. We actually have a great company here locally that uh, named Willowwood that um, does a tour of their facility. They do they do um, prosthetic limb development. They actually allow us to bring our students that are interested in this particular engineering practice in about once a year to tour their facility and give a good background on how that actually works. So. You can see where the stark differences are between biomedical science and biomedical engineering. Now let's look at biomolecular engineering, which is actually an offshoot of chemical engineering. So biomedical and biomolecular, again, sound the same. Biomedical, though, being based in mechanical engineering, moving things. Biomolecular engineering being based in chemical, which is just the engineering of the small. Um, chemical engineering is, again, dealing with chemicals and how to engineer them to make bigger, better things, or make other things. Typically, that comes in two forms, polymer and biomolecular. Polymer being oil-based or plastics being non-living. And then you have the biomolecular side, which is really dealing more with living organisms and tissues and or drug development. It actually has an interesting convergence where we see these degrees that actually converge onto the same topic from two different perspectives. It converges with pharmacy. Pharmacy, again, being working with drugs and drug development, but more in the patient side versus the biomolecular engineer that's doing the drug development and creation of those of those therapies and those uh, cures, but more in the back end so that it can be administered to the patient. So that's the differences between those three. They actually have three different, very different exit points, even though the origin is still in medicine. That's one example of a degree set or a set of degrees, I should say, that do have very different outputs and can mean really different things to your student. Hence why it takes so long to good to do really, really good career development work. This is why we at College Liftoff start working with our kids midway through their sophomore year to their early junior year and take a year to do proper career development work. Because imagine just taking that small sample of three degrees there and extrapolating it to the 150 plus degrees that are out there and how they correlate to each other. And then you got to take your students' interests and dial those back too and see where they really lie. So again, for a student to be able to look at this and say, I know doctor, teacher, my parents do X. For them to be able to see this and be able to figure it out just on their own or to be able to pick something out of random isn't possible. It's not possible whatsoever. We need to make sure our kids have better career development work behind them before they go off to buy a school. I use this example a lot. Imagine if you went up, if you went to Kroger and all of a sudden realized you need furniture. You're in the wrong place. 
You've got to do the same thing with college. We've got to make sure that we're looking at all this stuff well before and we can sift through what we're buying so that we were at the right place to make sure we buy it at the best value and the best academic situation. College Liftoff can help empower you to make college affordable for your student. If you want to learn more about your options, Aaron will be responding directly to your emails. Email him a question at Aaron at CollegeLiftoff.com. Thanks for listening to Affording College with Aaron Green of College Liftoff. If you'd like more information, visit CollegeLiftoff.com. Circle270Media.com.